Hi, welcome to Mad Beef, the Australian Rollerblading Podcast. This is Mikey Lynch, and I just want to talk today about the limitations of rollerblades as a form of transportation. So, shout out to Tom Mosher from Canada, who's just started his own podcast. You can find Spellcaster um, uh, on um, iTunes and your various podcasting apps. Good on you, man, for starting a podcast and putting it out there. It's good so far. He's a funny guy and an interesting guy and done these interviews with great guests so far, which is cool. And Spellcaster is picking up on wizard and wizard skating and wizard frames, all that kind of thing. So anyway, it's good. Check it out, Spellcaster. Um, and on episode three of that new podcast, um, Tom talks to Leon Basin from Shop Task in um, Canada, who's a really interesting guy. Um, and, uh, and they're talking about the, the benefits of the wizard frame that um, Leon Basin has produced, which uh, allows for a rocket frame where the, you know, the two middle wheels are a bit lower down um, from the first wheel and the last wheel. So it's kind of like kind of creating a little bit of like a curve, like an ice skate. Um, and so you can have a long frame uh, with big wheels and still be able to swerve and turn easily because of the, the, that kind of curve with the two middle wheels a bit lower down. That's called rockering. Um, uh, but they were talking about, like, Tom tried to commute to work, train in most of the way, then get off the train, and instead of catching a bus, skate in. But was talking about the problem with wind, the problem with hills, the problem with um, dangerous roads and crummy surfaces to skate on. And I was hearing that and just going, yes, <laughs> I totally know what you mean. And gosh, that sucks. Um, rollerblades are pretty good with getting around. Um, you know, there's something great about... Uh, the fact that you can um, clomp and step and stride and skate and carve um, and you can brake using the wheels rather than having to scrape your foot along the ground the way a skateboarder has to. Um, uh, and it's lovely to be able to do something you love doing and commute on it. So I've got an episode on commuting on rollerblades and I do that whenever I can. Um, but rollerblading is not bike riding, and bike riding just has heaps of things going for it that rollerblading just doesn't. I mean, bike riding, the bigness of the wheels and the mechanical power of the pedal chain system, um, as well as then the ability for you to fully stand up and exert extra energy that way, um, as well as the braking system, as well as the fact that you can separate yourself from the bike I think, in the end, bike riding is the optimal um, human-powered transport device, for sure. It's, it's the, you can do the biggest hills, do the most diverse amount of terrain, you can get on it and off it quickly, although the annoying thing about it is that you can't carry it with you easily, separately. You know, you've got to chain it up or, you know, you can't sometimes bring bikes onto public transport in kind of peak hour and in some places and so on. So it's got its limitations as well. But it's definitely, it is a transportation device, you know, um, especially if you have gears. Um, and rollerblades, you know, I think they're a whole lot better than skateboards. Like, you're not going to commute on a skateboard. You just can't generate you know, travel power on a skateboard the way you can um, on rollerblades. 
but the advantage of the skateboard is you can walk and then skate and then walk and then skate really easy. You don't have to untie and unbuckle it and then get shoes out of your bag and put them on. You just kick the skateboard into your hands and walk. So where walking and skating combination is doable in terms of the time you've got, skateboarding has advantages then, doesn't it? Uh, uh, you can go into shops and out of shops, all that kind of stuff really easily. So that's the advantage of skateboarding. Short distances, especially when you've got to stop and start, that, that's a dream. Um, rollerblading's a bit better than that when you've got longer distances. Uh, you don't need to walk and you don't need to kind of go in and out of places. That's when rollerblading really, uh, really works. Um, but it doesn't work on every terrain. You know, once stuff gets really rough, no matter how good, big, or pneumatic your your wheels are, you know, some, there comes a point where the terrain is unpleasant. That's a problem. Hills. Uh, going up hills is a good workout on rollerblades, but it's not pleasant at all. Like, it is a workout. You know, on my commute, there's a couple of points going up hills. I own it because it's good. It's good exercise, but it's not at all fun. I don't enjoy rollerblading up hills. Um, especially the first one I have to go up on the way home. Uh, the first one I have to go up is a, it's a suburban side street, and it's a rough, skinny footpath and a rough asphalt road and so no matter which way you do it it's unpleasant at least the second one although it's longer and steeper it's got this really smooth wide footpath um, from kind of um, the end of constitution dock to the top of the, the cenotaph war memorial um, that's a really great uh, hill to skate it's optimal because it's smooth and whatever but that first one although it's short and, and a shallow skate it's horrible um, it's just because because it's so rough you can't really get a stride going so it just feels really unco and I'm sure it looks stupid um, so it's not fun going up hills and very you know there's, there's slow tolerance for it way less than with um, bike riding so but walking is a real pain like it would have to be really worth your while to unstrap untie take off and carry your skates and then strap it back on do you know what i mean that's the advantage skateboarding has that they can just do that walk or in a bike just jump off the bike if the hill is too steep no you don't have the willpower to bother with it and just wheel the bike up the hill so so that's a crappy thing and look most of the time as well i find going down hills on rollerblades uh kind of unpleasant too um on my commute because um, I have to cross over roads, you know, or, you know, reach T-junctions and um, and deal with pedestrians being idiots, you know, uh, taking up the footpath while walking down the middle of it and stuff. Um, and it's just breaking all the time doing T-stops or, or carving really deeply um, is just not, it's not super fun and comfortable. You know, if in some ways it would be nice to take off the skates and just walk down the hill um, than have to sort of monitor speed so that I don't roll across the road when some car charges out without paying any attention. Go down a hill and have to weave past two mums with two prams and that kind of stuff, you know, it's, um, uh, yeah, I mean, being conscious, like, 
being scared of getting hit by a car or hitting a person um, or hitting a crack or some other thing on the footpath and going too fast and so smashing my face um, into the concrete. I don't want to, I don't want to do that. And so, you know, like I, I reckon I, if, if I was guaranteed a hill was, was, there was no traffic, there were no people and there were no potholes, then yeah, I, I, I could see how going down hills would be wicked fun. But I just, those things and the price it pays to just get it wrong and to fall going downhill on skates, I'm just not up for it. I, I, I'm too old, too old, man. I'm getting too old for this shit. You know, um, I, I just don't have that, that hunger for, um, you know, uh, for danger and speed to do that. I would like to, as I've said in that community podcast, I would like to get better at like the magic slides and carving with the kind of um, uh, parallel stops so that I actually can maintain speed with more of that. Um, but still, I mean, that's to do that well, that's you've got to get down fairly low. Um, and so, if you're, you know, when you're then carrying like a computer and a whatever because you're commuting, um, you know, the, the risk in... Uh, in gripping, you know, and um, uh, getting some wheel bite and going head over heels is high when you're learning. Um, and uh, and I, you know, I don't want to don't damage me. I don't want to damage, you know, like my laptop that's in my bag. Yeah. And so, so I look at me. I don't think there's a solution to those things. I think it's just going, you know, and then not to mention rollerblading upstairs and all that kind of stuff. There's just limitations to it, right? There's limitations to getting around on skates when it comes to then having to walk and, and all that. You start, it just, it's hard to do that in a comfortable, cool-looking way. You feel like you're clomping around, you know, waiting at a, a pedestrian crossing, some traffic lights, and, and there's weird, awkward slopes and cracks in the pavement, and you're trying to get past people, and yeah, you know, just you feel like a dork, and the risk that you could slightly overbalance and suddenly fall on your your ass in the middle of, middle of a whole bunch of people, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so I, I, I'm just raising the problem here. That's all I'm doing. I've got no advice, really. I'm just saying rollerblading's awesome. Uh, rollerblading for fitness in optimal kind of bike track boulevard locations is great. Commuting on rollerblades where possible and where safe is an awesome thing to do, but there are limitations to where and how you can do it. Significant limitations. Rollerblading is not fundamentally an awesome method of transportation. Um, it's so fixed to your feet um, and yet so limited by terrain and incline um, that it's uh, in some ways a suboptimal uh, form of transportation. Um, but we love it. And we so love it and it's so good for us in terms of fitness as well as mental health and stuff that we do it, that we do it anyway. It'd be interesting to... Um, I don't know, bounce around this idea a bit more, think about optimal commuting technology, um, uh, best practice in terms of techniques to learn to commute well, 
um, best strategy in terms of mapping your commute to be the safest and most enjoyable commute. So I'm even just, as I say that now, I'm thinking if I skated along the main road and skipped that first hill that I was whinging about before, I would actually have a more enjoyable commute. Um, why don't I do that? Because I'm an idiot. Um, but there you go. So it'd be good just to think that all through and go, is, are, how many of these problems I've raised actually can be solved? Is there a way of turning rollerblades into things you walk on um, that doesn't require having to take off the shoes easily as well? <laughs> I'm just thinking, is there some kind of thing you could actually whack over the wheel so that you could turn the boot and the wheels into a shoe easily? Mmm. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Ah. Anyway, um, I look forward to hearing your thoughts, hearing your experiences. I'm home. Uh, so, see you later. Talk soon. Um, and yeah, check out that Spellcaster podcast. Um, uh, and share the love around. All right, catch you. Ad V for Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch, theme music by Edifice Architect. You can find us on Facebook and SoundCloud or subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you have any questions, comments, requests or podcast contributions, please message us on Facebook. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a once-off or regular contribution. Even just two bucks a month, every little bit helps. See you later.